Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dodges-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Stephanie and I had such an amazing experience last week. We went to Healing Elements Yoga and Massage Studio in St. Anthony Park, which is really on the cusp of um, St. Paul and Minneapolis. And we went there and we took just a wonderful yoga class. We each had our you know, own massages. I had like an integrated massage, which I've never had before. And the therapist was so wonderful. What, what did you have? I had a deep tissue and I was had so much inflammation going on in my body. It was wonderful, wonderful. Probably one of the best massages I've had. Um, it's such a welcoming community too, Marnie. Like we sat before our massage and yoga class and we had tea. They have like a little, you know, tea coffee shop area and retail space. Which had the cutest little things. Like I could just spend time kind of browsing around in there. Yes. And um, it was just, it's such an authentic place. Like you really could feel that welcoming community and um, this inclusiveness and connectedness, really. And they have so many different services they offer. They have all different kinds of yoga classes, meditation classes massage therapy they're doing workshops and special events and you can actually sign up to be a have like a massage membership so if you are someone that which is so cool yes so healing elements has an amazing offer for all of our listeners first-time customers can receive a one week of unlimited yoga classes for free and fifteen dollars off a massage treatment Head on over to our show notes and you'll get the promo code. You can either book online or you can call the studio. I cannot wait to go back. Either can I. Hello and welcome to episode number 25 of the Art of Living Well podcast. You are going to be so inspired by today's conversation with Anna Needham. Anna is a business owner of Dow Natural Foods in Minneapolis, which is an organic cafe and natural wellness shop called Dow Herbery. Anna is an acupuncturist and also a mother of three, and her niche is providing resources for our community so that people may achieve their health goals naturally and in harmony with nature. She believes that what we eat dramatically influences both the health of our body and the health of our planet. And she's going to share all of her wisdom and knowledge and experience and tips with you today. Anna understands that a state of imbalance may be brought back to a state of balance through cleansing toxins, eating organically grown foods, and consuming herbal medicines that deliver needed nutrients. Health achieved while in harmony with nature. This is her motto. Anna shares with us how food is medicine and the direct effect that it has on our health and our energy, which is particularly important if you're listening to this during the corona pandemic and stay at home. We talk about different natural and herbal remedies that you can do 
things that you have in your kitchen to help prevent the flu and reduce symptoms. And really it gets back to listening to your body and the art of daily rituals and caring for yourself. Marnie and I both love Dow Natural Foods. And if you live in the Twin Cities, we highly recommend making a trip and checking it out. If it's during the current Corona stay-at-home mandate, you can call and pick up your food or have it delivered because really right now what we all need more of is nourishing, grounding, and healing food, and that's exactly what you're going to get at Dow Natural Foods. This episode is sure to inspire you to take your health into your own hands. So with that, let's get started with our conversation with Anna Needham. Anna, thank you so much for coming on our show today. We're so excited to have you. Both Stephanie and I have been going to your organic cafe for a number of years now. And I remember um, being so excited when I found your gem of a place uh, many years ago. And Mm -hmm. I started meeting um, people when I was in yoga training and um, just coming there for various lunch meetings. I I love that I always meet such interesting people there. I don't know if it's because the tables are kind of closer together, but I feel like every (laughs) time I go there, I meet someone interesting. And I just, I love that about the place. And I also think it's so cool that you have the herbery and the wellness shop. And I can really just come in there and get lost in your store for a while. So it's really a little happy place for me. And I think Stephanie feels the same. Anyway, so we're really excited to have you, and we would love to hear a little bit about your background, and I'm not sure if you got started in acupuncture or if you got started in, you know, Dow Natural Foods or kind of what came first. We're really Mm -hmm. curious about how that all happened, and then I think I remember that the cafe's been around since like maybe 1968, that's right. That right? Yeah. So, that's right. Uh, so yes. <laughs> I would love to hear, we would love to hear about that journey. Yes. Oh God. Well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be a part of your podcast. I, I just, um, I'm thrilled to be here. So thank you for having me. Um, God, so Dow is fascinating business to be um, taking care of. It's been around since 1968. Uh, so you're right. And it was started by, um, a fellow named Rob Kagan, and he came from the mountains of California off of a commune, came to Minneapolis, and opened down natural foods with a philosophy of um, food is medicine, and what you eat um, has a direct effect on your health and your energy, and that's very much a philosophy that um, we have today, that we hold true to that philosophy Um, my journey to Dow is also just a fascinating one. I, um, started working uh, at Dow in 1999. I was kind of transitioning out of, um, a career that I was in. I was only 23. So it's hard. I I can hardly call it a career. I was just a kid. I, I got my degree in music engineering and I was working at a recording studio, a famous recording studio in the, in the mid nineties. And, um, was really not finding much joy in that at that point and started working at Dow. And um, that was like coming home. It was like, it just resonated with me being here in this very healing space. Um, I grew up um, 
in the country on a little hobby farm, large family. We had a large garden. My parents were um, very holistic in the way that they fed us. Um, they were very nutrition conscious. And so coming into Dow was very familiar to me, um, this landscape. And so um, I was working here and met a woman who's just this <laughs> beam of, of light. Uh, her name, I don't know if I should say her name, but she was a customer of ours. And she um, was an intuitive healer. And um, at the time I was dating somebody who um, had pretty severe depression, clinical depression, and Western medicine wasn't helping him. And I was wanting to help him as much as I could, but didn't really know how to navigate that. And um, called this customer of ours. I, I had her number. I can't recall why I did, but I did, luckily. And, um, and she saw him, and then she shared with me um, that he is severely imbalanced and he needs to begin getting acupuncture. And I was like, acupuncture, what, you know, isn't that, you know, I didn't know anything about it. It just seemed something like something that was pretty untouchable. Um, and so began my journey in learning about Chinese medicine and the amazing art of how the body is viewed and how disease is viewed and how you come back to a place of, um, of balance and um, how all the organ systems work in tandem um, with one another. It's a, it's a series of checks and balances that um, at the very root of it is steeped in the philosophy of yin and yang, that every meridian carries these energies that they are um, intrinsically connected and without one, there couldn't be the other. And so our bodies, this energy is continually flowing through our bodies. It's flowing through the earth around us. Um, and it's just the fun, it's just the foundational rule of uh, life on earth, the balance of yin and yang. And so I started my journey of learning about Chinese medicine, purchased a book, um, and then began going to school short after, shortly after that point. And um, four years later, I graduated with a master's in um, Chinese medicine and started my journey in, of uh, being an acupuncturist and a healer. And that was um, 15 years ago I graduated. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and did and, you um, practice acupuncture at Dow at that time or was it just the cafe? So, nope. So I, so while I just had finished, I just graduated school in um, 2000, in late 2004. And I started practicing at a friend's clinic for one year. And then in 2006, so it was the end of 2004. So um, at the end of 2005, beginning of 2006, um, I purchased Dow Natural Foods with my sister. So my sister and I um, co-own it uh, together, although she lives in Seattle and um, doesn't, she's just a very, you know, hands off with the business. So yeah, I took it over in um, 2006 and then started practicing here at that point. Put the, put the little healing um, room um, in upstairs in what used to be our herb loft. <laughs> so I love that, that space. space. Yes, I know that space has such a healing energy. It just has a history. I haven't dirty. been there. I have to go check that out upstairs. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I've had acupuncture with Anna and I, I need to do it. It's one of those self-care 
treatment yeah. modalities mm-hmm. that you, I need to do more frequently. So oh, all of us. as soon as this, you know, stay at home ban, um, while we're recording this, it's during yes. the stay at home ban, it's lifted. I will be back to see you, but it's Yay. a, it's a do wonderful you use space. The, do you use the little needles? Uh, like thin needles yeah. or short needles. So I use a very thin needle. I'm not a fan of creating a lot of pain with the treatment. Uh-huh. Um, so I use very thin needles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I they're very, very effective. But Do I would you? love to yes. come try, try Yes. It. Well, you should come in. I mean, absolutely. It's, um, it doesn't hurt. And you'd, have oh. you had acupuncture before? I've had it um, two times. Uh-huh. One time was terrible. They did not use little needles. Oh yeah. And the other That's time the was case. better, but I was still pretty nervous about it. I feel like yes. and now it's been probably nine months since I tried it. So I'd like to oh, try yeah. it again. Oh yeah. Well, come in, pop by. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see you. And I mean, my, you know, my sessions are always very gentle. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not into creating pain. This is a healing <laughs> session. Right. Yeah. And so I want to create as much um, peace for you through the whole process. And, and I use all of the, all of the, um, the healing modalities that go along with Chinese medicine. So I oftentimes am doing moxibustion, which is a form of burning an herb called mugwort to infuse uh, yang qi um, into a meridian. So again, this is just the balance of yin and yang within each meridian. And so if a meridian is deficient in yang qi, um, it's important to infuse that with heat. And so moxibustion is a form that I would do that or that we are taught to do that in with. And then I also do cupping quite frequently. So cupping is the act of adhering little glass cups to the body. And that helps to draw many things. It helps to move stagnated uh, chi and blood. It helps to remove um, invasive wind. Um, so it can, has lots of different functions. So it's fun. It's a very thorough treatment. Yeah. I've never tried that either. I'd love to come yeah. in. So oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Pop in. Cupping is so, amazing. What yes. does Tao mean? So Taoism is a philosophy, um, ancient Chinese philosophy, that um, the theory goes, the story goes, um, uh, an old wise man uh, by the name of Lao Tzu wrote the, the, the book of, um, the, the book called the I Ching, um, and it's a book on the way of life. So it means... Um, life in balance with nature basically and so the the word Tao itself eludes it's it's elusive to even explanation because the Tao is always ever changing and to explain it um you can't ever really explain it because the very nature of it is always shifting the Tao is everywhere but in essence it's the art of living in balance with nature you can't force you can't force nature you need to allow it to be kind of thing so it's very much our philosophy here yeah wow that yeah that's amazing how the name fits your philosophy so perfectly yes doesn't it yeah Yeah. i mean yeah it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing and the thing about Tao that i also love is that it's very much this little mystical you know space that's kind of tucked off of the street and people will um live half a block from Dow for five years and go, mm-hmm. I never knew it was there. And I, my response is always that the Dow appears when you're ready to see it. Like it appears out of the mist when, you know, you're ready to see it. And so it's very much, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears kind of yes. philosophy. Oh, yeah. I love that. And it's funny because um, 
someone that I used to see for acupuncture quite frequently, who's not far from Dow, is the one that told me. And it was when I was going through all sorts of, you know, transformation and figuring, just doing my own self-discovery with the yin and yang and the imbalances and in my body and everything. And then it appeared, I remember going for the first time and it was like, I sat outside and like had something that I would never have normally had, like bone broth to drink or something. And then I ordered food and it was just like the most wonderful day. And it was by myself. The yeah, first time perfect. I went. And I love meeting people like Marnie said also, but the my first experience was um yeah, it was it was lovely. It was wonderful. So oh, awesome. Yes. Perfect. Um I'm just curious, you know, not diving a little back into what how you started on your journey with learning more about Chinese medicine and acupuncture. You said you were, you know, your boyfriend at the time, and I know you're you're married now. Yeah, um, different person. Had, yeah, yeah like, different person. Um, you know, had some depression. I'm wondering if you could share a little bit how you've seen maybe not only with him but others, acupuncture and Chinese medicine help a little bit, kind of on the depression yeah. or mental health side of things. And it just helps with everything. So it's the art of balancing the body. That's just what this medicine is based in. And so uh, people have depression for all different reasons. And so it can be, I mean, fundamentally from Chinese um viewpoint it has to do with the liver meridian and an imbalance that happens in the liver meridian um or the liver organ system and that that becomes um stuck or stagnated chi and so anytime somebody has depression it's because their chi isn't moving and chi cannot i mean chi can become stagnated from a physical uh, physically or emotionally so your chi can get stuck either way by both um, means and so um in Chinese medicine, absolutely. I mean, we begin the well, the beauty of acupuncture is it begins to open up the flow of chi in the body, and when that chi begins to flow, like your brain, like your thoughts begin to flow, your your spirit begins to flow, your physical, the blood is flowing, energy is flowing, and whenever there's depression, it's quite literally depression of your chi, and so you need to get that moving. So there's that. Um, and then Which I also think is once, so interesting. It's, I just mm-hmm. want to interrupt you for a second because when I yeah. did go through yoga teacher training, they talk about the chi, mm-hmm. and I feel like the physical practice of yoga must help that also, where you're absolutely. getting that chi flowing through the body. Yes. So, absolutely, uh, um, it's it's interesting to hear you talk about that as well. Yeah. Oh, that's that's what the medicine is based in. You know, it's just the balance of the balancing of the yin and yang and all the all of the diseases that then fall under that, which is every disease. Um, so, so there's the physical act of moving the chi, but there's also the emotional act, the, um, the emotional stagnation that can happen, the spiritual stagnation that can lead to depression. And so often if somebody comes in to see me, um, we dive a little bit into um, there's something in their life that they're not tending to, that their soul wants tending wants it to be tended to so either there's um there's just something in their life that they need to be doing that they're not so and for everybody that's you know it's a very personal thing and so um that's that's for them that's their journey like what is it in my life i need to be doing that i'm not either i believe i can't or that it's outside of my the realm of possibility or whatever it might be they have to step into to um honoring what that calling is for them. So that's very much a part of moving that liberty. That's also fascinating to me. So I know your motto is for people to take their health into their own hands. Yes. What is, you know, what, how do you advise people to do this or what maybe the first steps that you recommend? 
Um, deeply listening to your intrinsic knowledge and truth. Um, we are taught to not do that. We are taught to, to, before you do anything, you go talk to somebody else about that. You don't know anything about your health. How dare you take your health into your hands? I mean, that has been really drilled into our society, I feel. And um, I just, it's a philosophy I deeply just, just disagree with. I think um, it is so important that we teach people to listen deeply to their bodies and act when their bodies are giving them the cue and the signals to act. And that could be like in this current pandemic, it's critical that people act immediately at first inkling um, when they start to feel sick. When you begin to feel that tickle in your throat, when you have that slight headache, you do not ignore that. You do not take aspirin and drink a diet Coke and then go, you know, watch TV. Because what happens is, you know, a day and a half later, you are now in full fever because right. you ignored the signal because you just were taught to take an aspirin. Um, and that's just going to suppress um, ultimately your immune system and suppress, you know, what your body is telling you. And then, you know, you're shutting off the alarm essentially, but the fire is still going. So you have, so I think it's critical that people learn to deeply trust every instinct that their body is telling them. And to, and so, um, you know, just let's say you're taking, uh, you're taking a supplement or medication or eating a food and you deeply, you know, that it just, you know, in your gut that it's not right for you. Um, trust that, you know, question it, begin the process of really, um, honoring, um, your deeper wisdoms. I mean, especially in these times, I think if some, if we, when we pull through this, I hope that a lot of people come out awakened to listening to their bodies, listening to um, the subtleties of, um, the, you know, what it's saying to them. Well, yeah. and I was just going to say, I know so many people that just run right to the Tylenol, the Advil, they have a headache, they yeah. have a sinus infection, they go get a mm -hmm. prescription, like whatever it is. And mm -hmm. trying to retrain people to listen to, you know, their inner mm -hmm. gut or whatever you want to call it, yes. their inner truth. Yeah. I think yeah. it's very difficult when they've, you know, lived their entire lives running to prescription medications or the Tylenols and the Advils and the Aleves and, mm -hmm. you know, any advice that you would have to kind of you know, I think when you tell someone to just tune into themselves, they're like, well, what does that look like? What does that yeah. mean? Like, yeah, let me do that. <laughs> I would love to dive into that. And that's a really great question because it is, I mean, that's <laughs> the abyss, uh, you know, I guess saying something like that, how does anybody know what that means? But it means this for me. Um, it means beginning to retrain your body, your, your instincts to grab aspirin to, instead of, um, going to an uh, over-the-counter drug, learning the steps on what it is to take um, that's going to heal your body, and everybody's different. And so let's say, for instance, you have a slight headache. That can mean several things. It can mean, um, one, dehydration. It can mean, two, um, the, the start of an illness of some kind, like your body now is under attack by some bug or pathogen, right? Um, and then oftentimes... If it's, and then from there you can determine it. So it's understanding the source of the pain, like beginning to dive in and question what that pain is from. So if you have a slight headache beginning or a reduction in your energy, 
you can go through like, oh, I need to drink. Have I had enough water in the last day? Have I had enough water Mm -hmm. um, today or yesterday? And then you'll go, oh God, I haven't. I need to drink a lot more water. And from that, you'll um, start to feel much better. Or if you begin to get a headache and you're like, I've had plenty of water, um, you know, it feels like I'm starting to get sick. And the other indications of that would be the slight tickle in your throat, the letdown in your energy, the tight, stiff neck, the easily chilled. These are all very clear indications that your immune system is under attack. And to begin immediately with a protocol of taking care of your immune system. So what does that look like? For me, it's... um, it's, I, there's a homeopathic formula that I love so much. It's called Ocilococcinum. It's a, from a company called Boron. It's a French homeopathic company. And Ocilococcinum is a flu remedy. And it's a flu remedy you take right at the first in, inkling of illness. And it just knocks it out, uh, to, out of the park. It just is um, something that works so effectively well when you take it when you begin to feel sick. So I usually actually just travel with that. So that's just, that's like a, herb or it's a homeopathic formula you can take. And where can people get that? Just for our listeners, I'm thinking who probably would be very interested in maybe purchasing this. Yes. And this is just one of many, many things to do. So at Dow, definitely here. So in our herbal shop, um, you can pick up, you can pick up anything I talk about today. Um, Okay, great. And you can, and and any co-op would have these things as well. So these are going to be your resources for your medicine. Like your really, your, your journey begins with just your first step. And, you know, and, and I encourage everybody to begin that first step of one, noticing the indications your body is giving them, and then, um, and then learning what they need to take with each one of those indications. And so since illness is such a hot topic, I mean, I'll dive a little deeper into that. Um, so if you feel a flu coming on or illness, and that's just that first indication is that letdown in your energy, tickle in your throat, slight headache, um, I begin straight away with um, taking or drinking a very um, garlicky and um, sauteed shallot onion um, and garlic broth. Um, and I make it spicy with some cayenne pepper. And you, broth is so deeply healing and supportive of your immune system. The important thing is to begin the process of um, sweating. Like you want to get your, you want to get your body temperature up. You want to, in Chinese medicine, would be pushing, would be supporting what's known as your Wei Qi. And your Wei Qi, that's W-E-I, is your defensive Qi. And it helps to support, um, support that. So you want to begin the process of sweating. So if somebody's starting to feel sick, you begin taking care of yourself right then. You don't wait um, a day and a half until, until you know for sure. You begin when you just get that first inkling. Um, and like I said, the, the biggest issue here that I see with people is they get, they have the instinct, they take an aspirin, and then they allow that pathogen to proliferate. They allow it to get much deeper. And then at that point, they're in full fever and they're in cough. But you can really stop it. You can halt it right at the beginning if you take action right at the get-go. And so... Um, that's the, that's the key. Like, don't let things get, um, to a deeper state, get it right at that surface level. This is um, so relevant to what's going on right now, because I think there's obviously were a lot of people that probably had a lot of the symptoms, early symptoms that you talked about and kept yeah, going it, to work because we're trained. You have to go to work. You have to go to work. You have to be productive. Totally. 
and yep. instead of taking the time listening to your body, doing some of these things that you mentioned, and I'll yes. obviously keep continuing. I just yes. think it's so relevant mm -hmm. right now. Absolutely. And it's super interesting what you said about um, keeping the body temperature up because I've been reading a lot about, you know, with COVID-19 and mm -hmm. fevers, and I've been reading a lot of articles about how you actually want your body to have that fever because that's, yes. if you're going to have a fever, you don't want to suppress it because that's how your body's fighting the illness. I don't know if you agree with this, but totally. as long yeah. as you don't let that fever get so incredibly high where it's like going to damage your you know, brain function or anything like that, but oh, where right. you want to actually like you know, wrap a scarf around you and just yes, keep that sweat. heat in your sweat. body so that you're mm -hmm. sweating it out. Yeah, yes, I've been yes. reading a lot about key, that. Key, and also through this, hydration is huge. Hydration will mm -hmm. kill you faster than, or dehydration will kill you faster than anything else. Mm -hmm. So through all of this, if we can teach people one thing, it's drink enough fluids, water. Mm -hmm. um, so it's critical for your immune system to have proper hydration. Um, so yes, you, you're absolutely right. Your body is deeply intelligent. You know, you can't <laughs> try to, trying to suppress your body's natural instinct and response is to me just doesn't make sense. So yes, if your body wants to have a fever, by all means, support it, you know, help it along. Don't eat some pizza and then, you know, or whatever it might be like, it's very important that when your body, when your immune system is on go, is on go, it's ready, to, it's fighting, that you give it exactly what it needs so it can function as, as um, sveltly as it can possibly do. I mean, it needs to be very agile at that yes. point. And so to me, what that means, what I've learned is um, very light food, like brothy soups, lots of fluids, lots of herbal tea. One thing I'll talk about here today is my love of herbs and herbal tea. And so in supporting your body, um, so, you know, drinking a rosemary tea with a little honey in it, nothing's more divine. Uh, just there's all kinds of teas you can be drinking. Um, for, you also want to keep your mucus thin. So nothing cloying, eating a diet that's rich in dairy or has dairy in it at all is something just totally contraindicated if you're sick. Like no milk, no cheese, no yogurt, um, clear, brothy, easy to digest soups um, that are gonna help you sweat, things that are rich in ginger and um, garlic and onion. I mean, garlic and onion, um, antibacterial, antiviral, incredibly immune supporting. Drink a lot of broth that has fresh garlic, powdered hmm. garlic, Powdered garlic and pre-cut garlic will not do. It needs to be fresh. So, so it's interesting. I I do not like garlic. Like a little uh -huh. bit in something is okay, but like uh -huh. I do not react well to garlic. Okay, and there's some people that don't. Yeah. Yeah. So you, and I you need try, to know, but yes. it, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And so you would just need that. So how how are onions for you? Onions and ginger are great. Perfect. So those are wonderful things. So you're going to saute up a lot of shell. So I love shallots and I love those little onions because they have a much, they're much more potent than larger onions. Mm. And so go to the, go to the co and buy, buy your root vegetables organically. This is just so deeply important. Organic foods on many, many, many levels are just, I, I can't, I mean, clearly it's a philosophy I have. I run an organic cafe, but um, they are, it's just, you do not want to be consuming foods that are just, A, doused in chemicals 
because those chemicals are toxic to your body and they're toxic to the planet. And so um, it's just, you and you can't wash those off. I mean, anything you put on a plant, it's part of that plant. So um, it's a big mistake. Um, it's misinformation for people to think that you can simply wash a, a, a sprayed chemical off of something. You cannot. It's now infused into that plant or that food. So anyway, <laughs> off track. It's a little tangent. Um, really consuming um, organically grown vegetables, root vegetables, very important because they're in the ground. Um, so get yourself some some shallots, some ginger. So do you know how to like, so ginger is very easy. You get like a little sum of ginger and you peel that ginger with the side of a spoon. Yep. They peel yep. the skin off and you grate that into your soup. Yep. Um, and ginger is powerful at boosting your immune system too. And throw in some turmeric, you know, some either fresh turmeric or some powdered turmeric is fine in this soup. Um, and, and yeah. And drink a lot of broth um, in terms of herbs, a million herbs. There's, and you could throw, you could probably pretty much take any herb to really help your immune system. Herbs are so powerful. But, um, how, you know, some herbs that are wonderful for boosting immunity, immunity um, is uh, Isades root, um, Echinacea root, of course, Echinacea flower. Um, herbs that thin blood, one herb is called L-campane, Elecampane, E-L-E-C-A-M-P-A-N-E. Um, thins mucus. This is very critical. If you're starting to get sick, you need to be thinning um, mucus secretions that really supports your immune system. And, you know, like lots of herbal teas, there's great herbal teas out there that are rich um, in herbs that support immunity. So, you know, just be drinking that now. Just drink it all the time. I mean, just really right. keep your body well supported and you're, you know, Stephanie, oh, Stephanie and I both drink tons and tons of herbal tea. Tons what, are your, tea. what are your favorite yes. recommendations on herbal teas? Um, well, Just across I, the board. It doesn't have to be immunity boosting. Yeah. Well, currently what I, we drink a lot of tea too. And I, um, I'm a huge fan. So a couple things. It depends on the time of day. It depends on the time of year. But current, so right now is the, in the spring is a great time to do like tea, drinking detoxing herbs or to support liver function. The spring yep. is considered the liver time of year. So this yes. is a great time to be drinking herbs like dandelion, luperum, um, anything that gets your chief flowing, licorice root, things like this, really fabulous. Um, so you can find a, like a detox tea, um, mm -hmm. of course, traditional medicinal and yogi teas. I mean, they have great detox teas. Um, I drink a lot of, um, I have a tea at home. It's a holy basil and turmeric tea. Holy basil mm, is an herb that's good. really like calming. It's considered, um, like it's just a, a calming centering herb. And so I have that, a cup of that every night. Um, and it's considered just, I, I absolutely love basil. Who doesn't? But this is um, considered like a sacred herb. So. Well, and you have it's a really lot of great delicious. teas, yeah, in your we have shop. A, we, have a, we have a wall of herbs, yeah. That you can buy, but you always have a nice sample out. I remember I actually took my mom to your um, uh -huh. shop when she was visiting over Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and we had this wonderful meal, and I got her to eat something that she would never have ordered on her own. Um, yep. And then we sat and drank all this tea, and it was so good, we each bought some. I can't remember now what it was, because I've gone through it. it yeah, was just, it was a it, We've been doing a lot of sampling of um, a local company um, 
their name is rooted. Oh, God, is that their name? Why can't I think of it? I've got to go look at it. Um, I have some. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. The most gorgeous packaging. Um, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on their name right now. But anyway, yes, yeah, so Rooted Tea. Oh, beautiful blend. And there's another company called um, Sacred Blossom, another local company um, where they have their own farms. They grow their own herbs. They harvest, they hand harvest the herbs. And wow. it is just a divine blend of three different teas um, that they make. One is for rest and sleeping. One is for energy and one is just calming. Um, so that's from Sacred Blossom. You just, it's fragrant and delicious, organic. You feel the energy of the earth when you drink that tea. Yeah. So how so, did you learn so much about herbs? Because it, it, it can be a little <laughs> overwhelming the first time for people, listeners right now who, you know, maybe they drink like peppermint tea or green mm -hmm, tea. Look but, right. Um, Perfect. Mm -hmm. So it's like, where to start? But how did you, I'm just curious how you got into tea well we're yeah, working just... working at dow foods really yeah. made all the difference <laughs> for me like so being infused uh, you know being around immersed in the herbs um has really was where my journey began and then of course uh, being in school we well you know it was a four-year program so it was um uh, half of that was learning about chinese herbs and chinese medicine which is really a very i mean herbs is that's that's the medicine herbal medicine. I mean, they didn't use pharmaceuticals. They used herbal medicine to treat the body and the, their deep understanding of the organ systems and how to support the organ systems. And when one organ breaks down, how that cascade effect of breaking down all the other organ systems happens and where, you know, how herbs can help to support, you know, along the way, you know, if something's excessive, you clear that excess and then you heal the deficiency or, you know, vice versa. If there's deficiency, you know, uh, that we need to tend to first, there's herbs that you begin taking that help to deeply nourish the organ systems that need to be um, strengthened in order to deal with um, excess kind of thing. So it, without getting too much into um, the confusing sounds of Chinese medicine, it is all based, you know, in the way that you truly heal a deficiency or an excess in the in the body would be through herbal medicine. So, so, you know, I learned a lot in school and then of course, just being here, but there's endless, I have to just say endless resources on really beginning to, to learn about it. And there's no right or wrong answer with, you know, herbal medicine. You come in and you listen to your intuition. I mean, if you walk in and you see an herb that pops out to, I mean, no, pay attention to that like pay attention to what you are noticing because that those are your messages. That's, um, it's very important for people to begin to trust all of those nuances in their life. So yeah. if you like, let's say I wanted to, you know, dive deeper into herbal medicine cause I'm mm -hmm. fascinated by it. Yes. Do you have any book recommendations for kind of like an entree into this topic that are that you're like, Oh my God, this book is amazing. Check this book out. Well, there's so many different books that would, would appeal to different people. So it's hard for me to say. So I love culinary, like I love cookbooks that um, dive into just like making a syrup or making a honey, an herb and honey infusion. Um, God, there's just so many great books out there. Um, so there's one called The Herbal Kitchen um, that I absolutely love. Um, we have, we just... Um, I, do I have one specific that I use all the time? No, I, I reference many different books. And I, um, 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a straight answer for you because I just feel like it's very, it's deeply intuitive for somebody. Yeah. Somebody has, there's so many different styles of, of learning herbs. There's mm -hmm. people that just have, there's books that are just straight, like, like a Materia Medica style book where it's like, here's the alphabetical order of the herbs. I mean, there's one called Back to Eden, which is the classic, um, Back to Eden is like, it's almost like a dictionary of herbs, right? Mm -hmm. You open it up. And for some people, that's too boring. That doesn't right. speak to them. So they wouldn't. I don't think that, that would, would speak to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, so, I mean, many people that wouldn't. And so there's other books um, where they have beautiful pictures. There's a book that I have here in my office that's um, called, oh my gosh, I'll show you guys. The Kids Herb Book by oh, Leslie oh, Tierra. That sounds and like a is, great book. It's, I give it to every mother, you know, if I have a, a gift kids herb book, you guys, it is the cutest book. Um, so it's all these books about, you know, so I just opened up one page and it's herbal oils and it's time for a massage and making a vapor rub and mullen oil, the healing of mullen oil for earaches and lung for, for mullen is a lung tonic herb right now. I'm drinking mullen tea because it's so wonderful for lung health. So anyway, so the kids herb book, I just love it so much. So that's I mean, a great resource. We'll link that up. Yeah. There's just, there's so many great books out there, but um, so I don't know, just begin walk into a, into a bookshop or go online and go, Oh God, that book looks great and begin your journey and, you know, pop in here and pick up uh, an ounce of an herb. So we have a big herb loft of bulk herbs and it's a wall. We call it our medicine wall. It's the, you know, nature's pharmacy and you pop in and you can um, grab an ounce of this herb and an ounce of that herb and you throw it in a bag and you come and pay for it and you begin your journey of making your own tea and you begin your journey of making like a tea for calming or a tea for, um, for energy. Um, or you, you grab some roots that help support immunity and you throw those roots into your stock that you're making, like make your own stock. You know, you buy a rotisserie chicken, make sure it's organic, and you, you know, you take those yeah. bones, you throw it in a pot, you add your water, and you throw in your roots. You throw in cordinopsis, you throw in um, astragalus root, you throw in these things that are going to bolster your immune system, and that fortifies your soup. I mean, there's, no, there's just endless possibilities of things you can do to support your body and your family's bodies, and they'll never even know they're getting herbs, you know? Uh, yeah. And spices. I can't say enough about spices. Spices are truly healers. Add a lot of spices to your food. You're making, um, you're making some marinara. Make sure you add a lot of oregano and a lot of thyme and you, and a lot of garlic and a lot of onion. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's me. I'm always I like, yes. Yes. <laughs> you can't overspice. Yeah. And it yeah. is such a benefit to your body to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think right yeah. now, so many people are at home more and they're obviously cooking. Um, yeah. And this is the time to start doing ex some experimentation and make the broth that maybe seemed intimidating to make the bone broth yes. um, and experiment yes. with herbs. So yes. I, I love yes. this. Mm -hmm. um, so let's, we've, we've talked a little bit about the cafe, um, but I'd love to dive a little bit more, like talk about the menu. You already mentioned, obviously it's an organic cafe and some of the mm -hmm. elements that go into it and the spices that you use. Because um, Marnie and I yes. have our favorite bowls, but I will say out there, I mean, I've taken my kids and they first they were a little, you know, skeptical. And then yeah. they, they sat there, they loved it. They devoured everything. 
So just, mm-hmm. you know, for the listener who hasn't been, or maybe they're not even in Minneapolis, maybe just take us on a little journey of what your cafe entails. Yeah. So um, we, we consider our food to be medicine food. We like to tout that. Like we, um, our food's very healing. So, um, so we have a, a, a pretty simple menu. We, um, we have breakfast. We're open from eight in the morning until eight o'clock at night. Typically right now during the um, pandemic, we are just open shorter hours. Um, but, you know, our breakfast menu we have um something called the forager which is just this divine little breakfast of sauteed um kale with sauteed shiitake sauteed mushroom caramelized mushroom and poached eggs and so it's just like these greens with i love shiitake i love mushrooms they're very healing um so it's a really simple little you know number um then in our you know the, a great breakfast menu and then we have um our lunch, which is kind of where, you know, we're known more, more for our lunch or our main menu. So we have healing bowls and we have where most people order bowls. We have a couple of sandwiches, um, like a tempeh Reuben and a turkey Reuben. We make our own sauerkraut here and our own kimchi. So it's very healing um, and brimming with all that life that our body needs. Um, and... Uh, our bowls. So we have a bowl that's called our Dow bowl, which is like the classic hippie bowl. And it's, it's my favorite actually. Yes. <laughs> mine right. too. It's, yeah. Yeah. Mine too. Cause your body knows like, oh God, I love that so, bowl. Love it. It's so nourishing. And the Dow bowl is just ginger steamed vegetables, vegetables that are steamed with fresh ginger root, um, brown, organic. it's all organic brown rice, black beans, um, avocado, sauerkraut, and, um, and then it's topped with tamari and toasted sesame oil. And it's just like one of the best combinations. Um, so that's like our, uh, it's like our flagship meal, meal we've had here forever. Um, and it's the meal that kid, my kids, all kids love it. It's an odd thing that kids, if you want to get your kids to eat vegetables, give them a double and they devour it. It's odd. You, you wouldn't think so. It's counterintuitive, but they do. Um, and then, um, then we have like a salad, like one of our most popular salads is called our doozy salad. And that's just a bed of greens with, brown rice and um, black beans and hummus and avocado and sprouts and uh, our house goddess dressing. Um, It's just this really healing, filling, uh, yet light salad. So it's very popular. It has onions on it as well. But, and we just have a whole slew of of bowls that um, are very nourishing. Um, And then we also have juices and smoothies. So we make fresh juices and smoothies here. And they, they're fun. They're infused with herbs. They're infused with these, these um, superfoods. And then we also make, um, we have this whole section called our potions. And our potions are these herbal blends that we, um, that we make here in-house. And you can buy them as well on, online if you're interested. Um, so we have, we have one called the Moon. And it's a kava, it's a kava and spice potion um, that's infused, you know, with, um, so kava is a very calming herb. Um, it's a herb that when you take it, you instantly are chilled out. It's almost like having a beer or a glass of wine. It works immediately. Um, yeah. And so, so it's very calming. So that's, um, 
and we and we also make our own nut milks here so we make our own cashew date milk and our own coconut um, date milk so um, they're very fresh and delicious and nutrient dense as well so we have all you know then we have another one called our bliss which is um like a, it's almost like a hot cocoa but it has 17 different herbs in it plus cacao so it just has this depth of um flavor yeah. and this depth of healing to it it really is divine it sounds um, divine i've never had yes, that it, no yeah, but i'm hungry like, i haven't had breakfast yet and all these i haven't food is making me <laughs> yes, well. I'm sorry. yes that's okay uh, yes. Well, now you'll, you know, crave hopefully good healing foods so you yes. can, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. You see those, yes. And rumor yeah. has it that there's an expansion in the works. I don't know if I should mention that. Yes. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Is that not yeah. true? That is not, yeah, that is not something that's hidden. And in fact, in our latest newsletter, um, the Dow Journal, we call it, um, and it's, you know, um, it's a, a journal that comes out once a week, a little, or once, sorry, once a month that just talks about whatever, you know, whatever I actually feel like talking about. But the two weeks, a couple of um, months ago, I, 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 um, I came out with the fact that we are in, intending on expanding Dow. So we are in fact in the process, in the active process of, um, looking at a new building we're still pulling together all of our investors and you know all the magic that makes something like this happen but we're looking to move into a larger location and expand all of our services um and we are so excited about what this looks like for us so we um will be able to really dive deeper into being a resource for our community's health needs so it will have everything that it has now, which is a quaint, sweet cafe, and our herbal shop will turn more into an herbal pharmacy. So it'll still very much be, um, you know, like health and beauty products, teas, books, all the things that we have here in herbs. But now it will also become um, an herbal dispensary for our um, natural clinic that we'll be putting in. So we plan on opening a full um, clinic where we'll be treating patients 100% naturally. So people can come in with uh, an acute infectious, you know, issue, a cold, flu, ear infection, pink eye, anything, you know, scrape that's not healing. Um, come in and see us and we'll be able to um, diagnose and prescribe 100% naturally. It's really, um, we feel like the, the next step, I mean, people want other alternatives to, an antibiotic or a steroid, which are not the end all be all by any means to <laughs> in terms of health. And so I really need to um, get that point across to people that there's many other options that are equally and more effective and safer for your body to heal disorders um, quickly, safely. Oh, and so we're God. very This This is amazing. It is. And I mean, amazing. Is like, this going to be the first? in twin cities like i don't know and i'm sure there may be others out there but this is so progressive i just love it that we're doing this here too and that yes yeah obviously yeah, for well, those listeners that are in the twin cities will have access to you hopefully soon yes <laughs> yes so we're looking in the next year to to move our location we're right up the road so if we get the building we're looking at getting um which it looks like we can we just have to finish getting all of our money together um it's just right up the road like five blocks from where we are now we're closer to uptown um, same side of the street. So yes, so it's it is such a progressive idea. It's one that is 
deep within my um, calling, like I'm being led to do this. Um, mm -hmm. It's something I know, uh, I, I know the power of natural healing. I know the power that each human has to heal their body. I know the power of herbal medicine and its ability to, to um, mitigate illness. Like it's a very intelligent um, medicine. I mean, yes. So there's other clinics like this, not necessarily. Um, there's lots of um, functional doctors in the area who are brilliant. Um, there's long waiting lists getting to see them mm -hmm. and they're very expensive. So it's not that accessible for people. We want this to be very accessible. We want you to be able to walk in, you know, your child has an earache, come in. And here is the homeopathic formula that will stop it in the next, you know, three hours. It will be gone. You know, and um, you have, it doesn't matter what, you have a UTI come in. You mm -hmm. have kidney stones. We can pass those kidney stones in the next 24 hours. I mean, there's anything we can do. I mean, we're not going to put you on a painkiller and tell you to go home and suffer through it, you know? Right. That's amazing. Um, this is yeah. amazing. Um, and even like, I remember when I met you for the first time in the cafe with Stephanie, I, I mentioned yeah. this and even looking at you now on the zoom yeah. call, like your skin yeah. is so beautiful. It's like glowing oh. and like, oh, so God, really oh, vibrant. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Clearly um, you're doing something right, Anna. I mean, Oh, yes. thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, so hold, my husband, hold on. 70, 30. 7030. Sorry, my husband just walked in and we are trying to get this catering order done for the Regions Hospital. So he No, and maybe we should talk yeah. briefly about that actually. Um there's so much to talk about. You definitely will yeah. be on our podcast again. Yeah, but given that we're in the midst of this, you know, um COVID-19 um pandemic here, you were sharing before yeah. we started recording a little bit about yeah. what you and your husband are doing through the cafe. Yeah. So can you just share that with our listeners? Yeah. Absolutely. So um, our organic cafe has um, joined forces with Feed the Frontliners. Um, so Feed the Frontliners is a charitable um, company that brings food to doctors and nurses across the Twin Cities who are on the front line um, in, this, in this epidemic. So doctors and nurses are working extraordinarily long hours. It's a pretty brutal situation for them. And so um, we have been um, hired by this by Feed the Frontliners to bring uh, food to various hospitals. So today we're bringing 100 meals to Regents Hospital um, in a couple of hours. And yeah, and tomorrow we go to the VA hospital. Um, and there's just, it, it's just such a pleasure. Um, we feel very proud to bring them food that's going to help to keep them healthy, keep them energized and keep their immunity strong really critical for them to be well-fed at this point so and all amazing. the time <laughs> all the time really but especially now while they're really under stress i exactly. hope that they keep that up yeah. because yeah like, right. my husband's a doctor and i know the food that they have you know for the doctors yeah. in the hospital he works it's in not... the hospital i won't mention which one but yes. it's it's not healthy food that they have available oh, to the right. patients or the doctors. So right. the idea right. that you're doing this just makes me so it's, happy. It's wonderful. Yeah, Those doctors and nurses are very lucky that they get to have your food versus Which is know. amazing. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. truly healing. Food. Healing. Like it is mm -hmm. just 
it is not some put on. We are not like some fly by night, like just trying to make a buck, trying to do something trendy. This is deeply rooted in, in healing philosophies. And we support farmers who treat the land right, who grow their vegetables right, because that energy directly influences your energy. We give you some dead food that's been sprayed with chemicals, been not, not held by hands. Like there's an energy exchange that happens with food and humans and humans. And yes. uh, we know that. And we, we want to provide that food to uh, our customers. So speaking of that, where can we find you? Where are you? Are you, you know, where are you in Uptown? Where are you online? Yeah. So we, um, <clears throat> we are in Uptown Minneapolis. We're on 22nd in Hennepin. Um, we're tucked off the street a little bit. So our address is 2200 Hennepin Avenue South. Um, one block off of Franklin Avenue on Hennepin. And uh, our website is DowNaturalFoods.com. And we also have a catering division called Mood Food Organic Catering. And so that's, an, that's a catering division that um, we cater to all kinds of businesses, um, at, you know, in the Twin Cities for people that are looking to feed their staff um, or their clients healing foods, um, foods that will keep them energized and engaged um, rather than foods that will dull their senses and put them into a food coma. So it's really important that, you know, as business owners, you know, and if we need to keep us, you know, our um, employees engaged and pro um, and productive, we feed them well. Oh, so. that's awesome. Um, and then what about social media? I know you're on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Instagram. So we have two different Instagram sites, um, one Dow Natural Foods and one Dow Herbery. So both okay. are great sources of information. And then Facebook, same thing, Dow Herbery and Dow Natural Foods on Facebook. Okay. And we'll link you this bet. all up in the and show notes. And you mentioned um, yeah. that if people come in and they mention the Art of Living Well podcast, that you had a little offer for them? Yes. Anybody that comes in and mentions that they heard this podcast gets 10% off of their meal uh, in our cafe. Awesome. Thank you yeah. so much for doing that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and, you so much. Yeah. And, you know, finally, the one question that we like to ask all of our guests on our podcast is what does the Art of Living Well mean to you? Oh, this is such a fun, fun question. Um, the art of living well for me uh, really means the art of your daily ritual, um, creating daily ritual. And that's so individual, but it's, it's the ritual of caring for yourself. And so for me, that means um, taking a walk in nature, taking a walk in the woods, it means creating a healing um, herbal drink for myself every day and taking that moment to pause and be present. The art of living well is um, taking a deep breath and a long exhalation. It's, um, it's also eating well. It's living with um, a philosophy of taking care of each other and taking care of the planet and trusting the process, uh, what that process looks like. Um, not coming from a place of fear um, around honoring your truths and stepping into your truths. So um, it's really ritual steeped for me, I guess. It's all of those, all those elements, those self-care elements, you know, eating right, pausing, 
being in nature, having your hands and feet in the soil, um, noticing the trees and noticing the birds and being present. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful. so beautiful, Anna. <laughs> thank you. Oh, I, thank we, you we, so much for having me. Well, no, thank you. This has been a wonderful, just inspiring um, and really grounding conversation today. And I'm, I mean, we can't wait to, for our listeners to hear all of the, um, not just advice, but just um, your life experience and what's taking you on this journey. So, And you are truly Aww. inspirational. So thank yes. you so much Aww, for being on so our much. show and for Aww. helping everybody in the, you know, that you can in the world and going to help all the people on the front lines today. Thank you so much yeah. for that. For what you're oh, doing. Thank you. Oh, and thank you so much. Yeah. Thank and thank you for what you're doing and you're spreading awareness. And that's, that's what, that's what we need to do. We all need to wake up, join hands, you know, and take care of each other and take care of the planet. Oh, on that yeah. note, I, I have nothing left to say. That was a beautiful way to end this conversation. <laughs> have a great rest of your day. Yeah, thank you so much, you too. Thanks, Anna. Bye-bye. Okay, take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Hey, Stephanie. Um, I have been thinking about how I have switched my products um, in my bathroom to safer, cleaner ingredients because, you know, over the last few years, I've noticed that I've had a lot of skin rashes and itchy eyes. And as I've become more and more educated about um, all of the chemicals in our products that we use, I've noticed that everything's kind of cleared up in my skin. And I just am so excited about this. And I want to share this with everybody else. And I want everybody to know about cleaner, safer, you know, beauty products and personal care products. I know. I feel exactly the same. And I think it's, it can be intimidating and very overwhelming at first because just like when you start reading labels on, of your food, some of the ingredients don't look familiar. You can't pronounce them. It's similar with beauty and personal care. And honestly, I think it's more confusing because there are many ingredients that just we don't recognize and doesn't necessarily mean that they're safe or not. But and also when you're when you're buying like a high end brand, you think that it's going to be this high quality product. And it never really crossed my mind that, wow, like they're putting all kinds of junk in these products. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a big misnomer, right? Because you're paying mm -hmm. for the brand, you're paying a lot of money, you're paying for the packaging, and you assume it's safe. But unfortunately, no one in the U.S. is regulating what ingredients companies put into these products. So Marnie and I are offering this great online workshop coming up on April 22nd. It'll run from 9.15 a.m. Central Time, but it'll all be virtual. You'll get all the materials and recording after, so no worries if you can't make it. So from 9 to 10.15 Central Time. Yes, and you can sign up on our website, which is just www.theartoflivingwell.us slash programs. And we're going to dive into this in way more detail and um, it'll be interactive. So if you have some products that you're wondering, if are they safe? Are they not? And maybe also, Marnie, you can talk about like what, um, what we're going to do in the workshop. Bring those products with you virtually and you can show them if you can make it to the live, to the live yeah. version. And we're going to talk about um, reading ingredient labels and how do you sift through that information. And we're going to talk about the effects um, some of these chemicals have on our bodies. And also, Stephanie and I recorded a wonderful episode on our podcast, episode 21, that's all about 
um, clean beauty and personal care products. And if you want to go listen to that as a little precursor to the workshop, that would be great. Yeah. Um, so we so, hope you can join us. Um, message us if you have any questions and just head on over to our website to sign up. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.